So here's my question. Scale of um, one to four million. How <laughs> would you... <laughs> How would you? 2.7 million. Thank million. you. <laughs> Scale of 1 to 4 million. How would you rate your observance of the Sabbath? Oof. God says you must have a Sabbath if you are to have a healthy relationship with me. Two. In case you don't know, viewers and listeners, Father Jeff is actually a sacramental theologian. This is true. Although most of my inspiration for this comes from this lady I follow on TikTok. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> This episode of the Awakened Catholic Men's Show is sponsored by Select International Tours. We've got two tours coming up, a river cruise in Paris, as well as a pilgrimage to the Holy Lands. You can find information at selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Hey, thanks for being here. We'll see you there. Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> oh, I love that. No, let me let me let me insert another topic heading because it, it f- flows nicely from this one. It was another one on my list here, but because um, I've been thinking something similar lately. Like when I'm, you know, I often end up swinging too much to focus on the active aspects of my Christian life, like uh, like you know, working hard, making lists, doing stuff, all the projects, and then starting to feel burnout. And even in my prayer life. Um, slipping more and more into like a real activist sort of prayer where I'm relying on myself. Like, oh, I'm keeping my routine. I'm mm. doing my prayers, doing my stuff. Check it off. And then I find what I find is is what's lacking is sort of I'm I, I'm wanting to stay uh, active and true in kind of my human level. But what's lacking is again those theological virtues, the, the faith, hope, and love. In the sense of what what I'm lacking is the place where I go to recharge uh, from God, where I I go back to again what I know. That, that place of connection with God. And I, so I've been thinking about this balance lately on how, again, I always slip into the active life, but it's in kind of the prayer of presence with God where we receive and we, especially if we're feeling lacking in those things, where we, we, we remember again God's love, we, we encounter it again. And I mean, do you guys have that, 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 that kind of a struggle here in the sense of getting sucked into the active life and then kind of remembering, Oh, wait a minute. I need to go to prayer and just shut up and like receive from God and get to know him again. Almost. Are you kidding? That's basically my entire life. Oh, well, there we go. Especially it's not just me. So especially for all of the people in this room, uh, when everything that we do is Catholic themed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All of the work that we do. Well, you, yeah. I mean, Rob is a dissenter now, but, but, but listen, you've got a lot of Catholic-themed work that you do as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, and so... What's more Catholic than the home? That's yeah, mm, right. So snap, crackle, pop. The, wow. Now, I mean, not that wow. things are less Catholic than the home. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> Retract it. <laughs> Walk it Go back. Go on. Delete that Marco Polo. <laughs> um so I don't even remember what oh, I was saying. No. So you were saying because I thought that was yeah. going to a really good real estate commercial. Was, First, I'm like, wow. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah if you need a home, this show, reach out to Rob Holder. <laughs> so let's go back. Let's go Everything back. that we do, a lot of what we do, I work for okay, Parish. Yeah, you work Catholic for the Coming and Home s- Network. You do this awakened Catholic thing. Yes, 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 yes. You I'm, wear this I white do priest collar, priest stuff, priest stuff, and it is so easy without realizing it to substitute the works of God. For God, uh. um, and to say, you know, everything I do um, is religious, and so of course I am a religious person. Everything I do is faith based, and so of course 
I'm a faithful person. But that is not the same as having a relationship with God. So that is pretty much, like I said, that's the story of my life is making sure um, that at the end of the day, though I've done the work of God, that I've also spent time with God and in relationship with God. It's kind of like being a parent. And I fall into this all the time where I'm busting my ass, like I'm providing for my kids, I'm, I'm working hard for it. But that's not the same thing as a relationship with my kids. Yeah. Like just because I make it possible for my kids to eat and not be homeless, um, that doesn't mean I have a relationship with them that will that will bless them in the way that it should. Yeah. And and so I think I can't not provide for them, Right. but I can't think that that's enough. No, that's that's totally right. And actually, that's that's when I was thinking about this topic. That was totally on my mind. I'm seeing, I had this kind of bouncing back and forth of of getting away from this and then rediscovering it in my relationship with God, and then moving away from this and rediscovering it in my relationship with my spouse or my kids. Just yeah, getting sucked into the activist, the active aspects of that, and forgetting that without the relationship, all the rest of that begins to fall flat and becomes frustrating. Like, why can't I just be happy with you? Why can't I be patient? Why can't, why is this not working out? Well, it's because it it has to come out of the relationship. And that's even more so with God because he's the source of our grace. So here's my question. Scale of um, one to four million. (laughs) How would you... How would you? 2.7 million. Four Thank million. you. <laughs> Scale of one to four million. How would Number you seven. rate your observance of the Sabbath? Oof. Four million is a big number that I can't okay, conceptualize. Let's be boring about it. <laughs> I mean, no, no, 100 no. would be fine. Let's stick with four million. <laughs> Numbers are so hard. Four Dollars. Million. Dollars. Ooh. Four all right. Million. In all fairness, I don't think he really cares about the numerical value. I think Absolutely. he's looking Donate. for the substance of. The question is: is how well do you keep the Sabbath? Yeah. One of the ten commandments of I'm, all of the ten things God could have commanded from the beginning. I'm gonna give my family a. Oh, I'm. T- I don't know. It's complicated. I don't know. Why is it complicated? It's not so bad. It's not so good though. No, you you either are you know doing well or you're not or you're somewhere in between. So ten or zero. No, there's a scale here. Yeah, there's you, a spectrum. In the original scale, I gave you four million. <laughs> possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> to nuance your response, so fair to Midland. Fair it definitely to Midland. Feels like for us. See, I just gotta talk about it. I can't just give you a number. That's yeah, what he wanted. It feels like a distinct day. You know, like we just do diff- things a little differently. Yeah. But there are occasions where I do some things that I feel I have to. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's okay, but it's not like. Well, it's define not like so hardcore. Define have to. I feel like I have to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like your, being a realtor, like sometimes there's a showing on Sunday. Sure. It happens, you know, and I will do that. Is that wrong? I don't know. I don't put them off. And but see, like the I'm rest of my day. Right now, it would be another conversation to talk about like what violates the Sabbath and, and what constitutes a mortal sin against um, the commandment to keep holy the Sabbath day. But I'm just talking like on a very relational level with the Lord because that's why the commandment is there. Yeah, God says you must have a Sabbath if you are to have a healthy relationship with me. All right, That's what two, those three are about two. <laughs> In case you don't know, viewers and listeners, Father Jeff is actually a sacramental theologian. This is true. Well, um, then, gosh. although most of my inspiration for this comes from this lady I follow on TikTok. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
My favorite thing the other day was getting getting a text from Father Jeff, and it was a TikTok. I was like, this is the best. Like, I've arrived. If Father Jeff is sending me TikToks, yeah. I've arrived. This is why they sent me to do campus ministry. So with that clarity, I would give myself a three. Okay. Out of four out million. Out of four million. Four million. So, so there is this... Um, woman who's pretty famous on TikTok, I think, I don't know, but it's so weird who gets what video. So I might just get this because I'm a priest, um, who's an Orthodox Jew. And so she talks about what it's like to live life as an Orthodox Jew. Does she dance as well? Does she dance? Isn't that what TikTok does? There are lots of dances on TikTok. This is not a dancing one. This is an informational one. I don't have TikTok. So people will ask her these questions, and so she'll like give insight into what life is like and she gets a lot of questions about the sabbath Mm -hmm. because she observes the sabbath uh according to the law of moses very strictly um and there's different kinds of jews that observe the sabbath in different ways but if we're christians are supposed to be inheritors of this um then that means something for us too and as i'm watching her talk about the different things that they do on the sabbath i can say okay i can see why how the pharisees were sort of um, zeroing in on the laws, and Jesus came to fulfill the law and said, "Yeah, but this is not the end in itself." Um, and that would be what distinguishes us from whatever it is she's doing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So there are some things that are just so intricate. I'm like, I'm not really sure that was at the heart of the law here. Um, however, what impresses me so much is how her life and her family's life is built around the Sabbath. She has to prepare to rest. Right. Mm. Her week and all the other things that she does and her husband and her kids too, right? They have to prepare. You have to prepare for a day without electronics. Because one of the thing one of the mosaic laws is you don't spark a fire on Sabbath. Okay, well what does that mean in twenty twenty one? Well, the Orthodox no community that she's part of means no TikTok, right? <laughs> but it means no electricity. Yeah. That you're not gonna start or end any electricity. Hmm. So what would your life be like if you legit other than in case of medical emergency didn't have your phone you'd make some phone calls ahead of time you'd start to plan ahead so that you could take that day away from the phone if you knew that you couldn't um drive your car to go get groceries you'd make sure they have to prepare she prepares all her meals for sabbath the day before because you can't cook on sabbath so it's that kind of thing that i'm like oh man when I think about it that way, there are some – I don't think that Christians need to start um, not turning on the stove on Sabbath or things like that. I don't think that's what we're called to. St. Paul would tend to agree, I think. Um, but the spirit of the Sabbath is very much alive, and I think that's – Jesus came to fulfill the law. And so how does he fulfill that in our life, that we don't build our lives around the Sabbath, we don't build our lives around Sunday, which means, in a certain sense, we aren't building our life around the Lord. I was about to say that. Oh, man. Yeah. To say nothing of the fact that the readings today at Mass were the Ten Commandments from Exodus. Also, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And that solves everything in a relationship Good. with well, the Lord. Solves everything. <laughs> well, we figured it out. It's been fun. Thanks for Cheers. joining it, us for the bench. I'm there saying if I follow your advice, my life will be perfect. I mean, like... <laughs> No, it's but my, our relationship with the Lord, as well as with other people, too, because again, it's the same. It's the same issue in, in our in our lives with our spouses or our kids, where we, uh, yeah, like our our Sabbath has become a time to to rest, so we can go do more work, rather than mm. no, we we work to protect and prepare for the relationship time, mm-hmm. and everything else. 
comes out of that, if it's going to have any fruitfulness, it's going to come out of that relationship time. Um, if we treated our Sabbath like that, if we treated our prayer time during the day like that, if we treated our time with our family during the day like that, that would change quite a bit. Now, Pete, if he were here, I would just say, he would say, I say? disagree. All, he would be, he would disagree with anything that involves any kind of leisure or yes you could be doing <laughs> yeah yeah enjoyment yes. how could you not but, be doing work but no wait for the record in his defense he has mar- sent me marco polos while he's like on a walk with his kids um it, wait that was supposed to be in his defense but now he's marco poloing while he's with his kids instead oh. of being with his kids okay. you know what never mind i'm just gonna leave this right now i'm gonna leave this right where it lies that's just gonna be my example so have, yeah. have you have you taken a vacation before any of you yeah yes okay i literally just did last week do you plan for that vacation Yes. Uh, yes. My wife does. Someone ha- someone's got a plan for it, right? Yeah. And so this vacation is supposed to be your time away from work to spend time with your family, uh, to spend time recharging. But you legit have to plan for that. Yeah. You've got to figure out where you're going to go. Can you afford it? Um, how are you going to get there? Um, when do you need to leave? There's all sorts of planning. Yeah. Involved for the rest. Well, and I always, a part of the planning over the course of my life, part of the planning for any day off or any vacation has now taken on a new element, which is how do I plan to protect my vacation from those 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 fake bits of leisure? Like, mm-hmm. how am I not going to make sure I don't spend my vacation like dicking Va- around on the internet? Vacation. Vacation. Or Va- vacation. vacation. My vacation, yeah, too. Either way. Because sometimes when we need a we, we need a break from work, like we're tired, sometimes we revert to precisely those things that that allow us to to tune out from our vocation, mm-hmm. but they don't recharge us. They don't reconnect us to God. They don't. They don't. They're not what the work was for. There's no vacation from vocation, and they only make us more stressed out. That kind of back- reminds me of the back and forth you had with Peter, though, about like mo- like going to the movies and stuff. Right. And you talked about how you like going to the movies <laughs> on your day off and kind of withdrawing a little bit letting that like give you some some, give your mind some rest Mm -hmm. and so i i agree with your standpoint on that um so so nick is pro movies what would you say to someone who says you should not watch jurassic park (laughs) during your sabbath i can't tell you how often i think about how wrong pete is about that (laughs) it's almost i I, I literally find you guys posting about it on facebook to this day it is I am showing great prudence in the ways wound. that I restrain myself from <laughs> reminding him about how wrong he is and yes. how frequently I want to invite him to go watch Jurassic Park. Yes. Wait, has he still not seen um, it? I don't even know right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's true and what's false. <laughs> My point was, is yeah. we do that with our vacations, which I think is a good thing. But do we do that with Sunday? Do we protect yeah. the time that we're supposed to spend? And not just with the family, because... Because the Sabbath isn't about family time primarily. Right. It's about the Lord. And family is very close behind there, right? Especially in the sacrament of marriage, because that's how you encounter the grace of God on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, But that's sort of like saying, well, Christmas is all about family. False. Wrong. It's about the birth of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So the Sabbath is not just about family or friends or fun, but it's first of all about the Lord. Yeah. And he... And from the beginning, he said, you need mm-hmm. one day a week devoted to me, mm-hmm. devoted to the Lord. And without that, you're going to fail. And there's a cascade there, too, right? Whenever we manage to 
in some small way practice that well what what when we when we we rediscover what it means to be in the presence of god then when we go back out from that kind of receptive prayer of presence you know that mm-hmm. that contemplation that meditation you know that reconnecting with who's really there when we pray then when we go back out to our active our more active prayer life our petitioning our thanksgiving our praise and worshiping we're more reconnected to who's there but even when we go back out to our work our work is able to take on more of the character of that prayer when we have a good sabbath when we when we to the degree that we we really take a sabbath our work gets drawn into that sabbath so that it takes on more the quality of our prayer so too with our other relationships too like when we when we really relearn what it means to be in the presence of another person then when we go back out to the activities around those people the activities take on a different quality because we're we're more aware of the people involved Hey, you've made it this far through the Awakened Catholic Men's Show. <laughs> this is sponsored by Select International Tours. You can find more information about the upcoming two tours to Paris and the Holy Lands at selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. And now, back to the show. Why don't we make this practical? So, you know, someone's watching, listening, and they're like, gosh, I'd really love to pivot, and I'd love to work on our household's Sabbath becoming a central focus of any given week. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? What does it look like to do the Sabbath well in the year 2021 or 22 or whenever? This is evergreen content. It'll be up forever. So So this is another one of those things like we were talking about beforehand where I can say all the things I want about marriage, but I'm not married. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can say all I want about Sunday, but I, uh, Sunday's a work day for me. My Sabbath day is Tuesday. So that's going to be a little bit different than other people. However, my, my initial reaction is that... You start by doing one thing that's pretty radical, but just the one thing. Mm. Um, so we are not going to – we're not going to use our cell phones that day, right? That's a pretty radical thing in 2021 yeah. 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 Um, because we would say like a lot of things are about like we're going to watch the TikTok and that's – you know, that's – we're going to surf the Facebook, see what's going on in mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Um, we're going to read – we're going to read religious posts on blogs because that will draw us closer about the to latest the Lord. church. Yeah. Drama. Actually, the yeah. Yeah, I need to know what's going on. No, so pick something radical like that, and just that one thing. Even if you did all the other things the same, that would, I think, that would change people's Sabbath big time. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be that one thing. Could blow up your TV. Move out to Georgia, <laughs> grow a lot of peaches. I said just one thing at a time. <laughs> Those are all bridges. Those, very, very radical. Brooding there. Very radical. I would say, as a, I mean, you made the joke about not not being a family man, and that your Sunday is is a day of work. I mean, that is true for families too, in the sense of like, gosh, getting ready for mass and all that kind of stuff. You know, so there 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 is a, a degree to which. For all of us, it ends up being a busy day. Corralling, and we can, rodeo type we can, thing. And so I, I do think that, you know, uh, one of the practical things is recognizing that, especially for we who are responsible for other people on that day, that there needs to be a daily commitment. Uh, we as men, also uh, women, it's the same thing. A daily commitment to our own. There has to be some part of your of your day that is ahead of time in a particular way given. It's almost like we need a Sabbath in our day. To, to, to be ready to begin practicing to, to have that Sabbath on the Sabbath. Francis de Sales would like that. Yeah. Holy hour every day. Yeah. Every day. That's your little mini one hour of Sunday. Yeah. Every day. And I think that the content of that holy hour or holy half hour or holy 20 minutes, whatever, you know, like, uh, again, 
what I find myself slipping into is is leaning a little too heavily on the active side of it, on like, oh, having things to read and things to go through and beads and stuff like that, but not the part where I, I sit still. What do I want to say here? Almost like the, the, what, what comes to my mind, the way I, I remind myself of what I'm supposed to do there is I let God set the agenda. Like there's got to be some time where I sit still and I'm here and I'm praying, but I need to remind myself that there's an active living person on the other side of this prayer. Mm-hmm. And... It's more about what he wants me to get out of this. It's more what he wants to say. It's more what he's doing than what I bring into it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not constantly going back to that spot, that starts to trickle outward where my my active prayer becomes kind of bland. My activity becomes kind of frustrated and impatient. And that Sabbath becomes just a day of stress rather than a day of rest. Mm-hmm. And so I think you know, the, as a practical step, having commitment, even if it's not a holy hour, start with a holy 20 minutes where at least a portion of that is being there with God and emphasizing that he is setting the agenda for this. What does he want to do? So I think that's a good, yeah, you start somewhere. You just have to start. That's the practical thing. You have to start somewhere with something. And I think it's also helpful to be aware of what excuses we constantly tell ourselves. Well, I have to do this now because of this. Um, I see this a lot around Lent. It's a little bit different from the Sunday thing, um, and maybe it's just with college students. But I'll have I'll have a lot of frequently um, people that will come up to me and say, um, "Well, Father, can you dispense me from uh, the not eating meat uh, today? It's Friday because um, the our soccer team won, and we're going out for burgers afterwards, and I don't want to, you know, be the killjoy." So we'll only do the penance when it's convenient. We'll keep a Sabbath rest when it's convenient for us. Or can you, I gave up this for Lent, but, but this one occasion means that because it was easy all the other days to give it up, but today it's going to be hard. So can you <laughs> ab- absolve me? Can you dispense? So what do you do pastorally in that moment? Uh, it's sort. It depends on the circumstance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes sort of it's a legitimate thing. And I say, okay, but we're going to do this tomorrow then. Or I'll commute it to something. I'll commute it. I usually won't dispense, but I'll commute. Um, if Tra- I'm going to do anything. Translate. Or sometimes I commute. What does that mean? So move it to another day. Ah. Okay. So a dispensation means you're no longer obligated. Commuting it means you're still obligated, but you're not obligated to it today. <laughs> Never mind. I'll just do it today. But for the things that they would choose themselves, like there's no obligation. Correct. Correct. But the fact that they're coming and asking me already they says, feel that I know that I'm not supposed to be doing <laughs> yes. this, right? Um, I, I know I know that right now is, in fact, why I made this promise at the beginning, <laughs> right? I don't need the rule Yeah. the other six days of the week. Yeah, right. You need it for that. That's why the Lord made the Sabbath a command. Yeah. That's the command. So what excuse do we try and use to get ourselves out of that or to exempt ourselves from it? Yeah. Um, so I think it's good to be aware of the excuses, but something you said that, uh, we sort of need a little bit of a Sabbath every day, which I think is also very true. Um, but the opposite, the other end of the spectrum is true as well, that we need a greater Sabbath every year. Mm. Um, and I don't think people go on retreats enough. Yeah. Real retreats. Talk about that. That's important. Retreats. Um, because that's something that priests have the luxury to do, which let me tell you, it's hard to find time in my schedule to take a retreat. Um, it's hard not easy but people will say listen you can do that father you're all about jesus um so you can just schedule yourself off you don't have a wife and kids to worry about absolutely not 
that's one of those excuses. I would do a retreat, but I have things to do and I am busy. Um, but the retreat is that extended Sabbath um, to go encounter the Lord. When the Lord said, come away with me for a while and rest. Um, and he took the, his apostles out to a deserted place. Um, but if a retreat is so important, like it's, re- it's required by law for me to re- take a retreat every year. Um, because it's that important for my holiness. But if if the whole um, modern area is about rediscovering the universal call to holiness, why is it important for me to go on retreat? Um, why is it important for my holiness? But you don't need that. You're good. No problem. Mm-hmm. That's We tell ourselves all sorts of excuses. But I know um, men in this world that have a wife and family and kids and busy lives and a career that take a week retreat every year. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking of one person in particular. And I, at, when I found out they did this, I was kind of impressed because I'm like, I don't know a lot of lay people working in the world. Like, we're not talking retired yeah. all the time in the world. We're not talking single, not married yet. Who would take that away? And I, I asked his wife. I said, how does this work? And she said, oh, he's a much better father for yes. it. Yes. That's huge. That, that him going away for a week is important for our family because he comes back a better spiritual father. What did you call this? A greater Sabbath? Or? Yeah, I sort of made that up right then. Because I love that. Yeah. yeah. So we need the daily Sabbath, but we also need a, an, a, a, a lengthened Sabbath. We need that. And there's there's multiple Richard. reasons why that then flows out into our, our, our secondary in relation to God. Um, but important human relationships as well, both because we're just better better people because we're more relying on God, more grace and all that, but even just on a practical level because we learn what is often missing from our human relationships as well. Like in some sense, I need that similar pattern with my wife and I mm-hmm. fail to do it just like I fail to do that with my Lord. You know, how many days go by when, yes, we're around each other all the time. We're rushing past. We're doing chores. We're feeding the kids. We're going off to work. We're doing our stuff. That's but not I, the same as date night. That's not the same. And, well, and sometimes date night even turns into like chicken wings and watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as we talk about on our yeah. show, which isn't the Sabbath either. Our relationship needs that kind of a Sabbath where mm-hmm. I turn and face her mm-hmm. like I do God in prayer and I let her hers at the agenda and I'm open to whatever might happen rather than insisting something happens. I have to really just be there with her. And just like people would say, well, that must, that retreat must be easier to you. You're, you're all about God. You're with God all the time. It's like, no turning to really face a person and be open to whatever they want to do. in that silence is difficult in any relationship. Wait, so you guys literally just look at each other in just, silence? Just stare. Gaze. No, I'm just, you know, but like, it's, it's, it's very easy to use our date nights to just basically veg. Right. Rather than like, oh, so what should we yeah. talk about that we haven't talked about? Like, um, we are working on doing that, being more proactive with those things. But What do you think, Rob? What do you think about taking a retreat every year? I think it was a great idea. Okay, yeah, but is it going to happen? You're going to do it? Do there I? are lots of things that are great ideas. Our last episode yeah. was about, our last discussion was about accountability, so we're going <laughs> to push you on this one. I don't know if I take a retreat. Like, Gosh. is it a good enough idea that you're going to make the sacrifices to do it? And men, for this purpose as well, are you going to take care of the family for a week so that your wife can take a Ooh, retreat? There you go. And go to be with the Lord. Maybe maybe give her the retreat first. Right. right. <laughs> That's actually what I was thinking. I actually uh, have had the chance in the last year to do 
you know, there's like a, a men's weekend getaway camping type thing, mm-hmm. which is very much kind of in that vein. And then yeah. also I do a, a retreat with my parish as well, which is like three or four days. And it's a lot on my wife. It mm-hmm. really is. Uh, but man, she could probably use a retreat just as well. Here's One of those question. weak ones. So knowing that you work for a parish on that parish retreat, are you on the retreat or are you putting yeah. it on the retreat? Both. Yeah, that doesn't do, work. Do you, I've been on the retreat. I mean, does that constitute a Sabbath with the Lord for you? Mm-hmm. So what that the, kind of sucks, though. We do have some of those those events that don't. I mean, God bless the people putting them on. Sometimes those don't turn out to be retreats that we need in this right. sense. Yeah, right. and we need to be realistic. Well, there's about there's that. A, a silent retreat that a lot of guys go on in Michigan. What's it called? Um, Sabbath oh, Manresa. I did that. It's Manresa. I just did that like two years ago, year and a half ago. Nice. Yeah, How was it? Ago. Maybe it was longer. There you go. COVID really messed up time. How was it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was good. It was really good. Yeah? yeah. I, I really want to do it. How, how many days of silence is it? <clears throat> I think I did three days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lord can do crazy things in three days of silence. <laughs> Yeah, I can't handle an awkward silence of three seconds. <laughs> I did one too at Gethsemane before um, before I got married. I took a silent retreat, which was good, nice. and that was like maybe three days, three or four days. So, huh. so I kind of so it sometimes, is possible. To do this is why yeah. I asked you. This is why I asked. Sure, you. good. You're a model for us all, Rob. No, 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 no. You are the you ideal are man. Humility <laughs> is rooted in truth. Yeah, dear brother, well, Rob, the archetypal man. If, if you look at that <laughs> aspect of my life, in uh, I love it looking <laughs> at your aspect of your life. You have the aspect. <laughs> Rob's got a great aspect of yes. his life. Thank you, Nick. Oh, You're welcome. What, uh, did, what was the last time you went did, on retreat, Nick? <laughs> what? Is that, is that funny, Colleen? Would you go on, would you, <laughs> is she laughing back there? <laughs> She's in disbelief. <laughs> last um, time I went on retreat, um, a real retreat and wasn't in, like on team or something, yeah. Yeah. leading worship for it, mm. uh, it happened. Okay. When was the last time you went to a night of worship that you weren't leading? Um, bum, 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 oh, bum, it happened, question. it happened, right? So, listen, I no, 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 say this just, just to call you out. No, 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 just just to be clear, disorders. just to be clear, I am fully conscious of my need mm-hmm. for more of that. But here's on, and, and I'm not trying to sound whatever. The problem is Sounds that pretty whatever already. <laughs> <laughs> He's got him. This is whatever. It's really, really hard for me to, um. Like I, 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 uh, just a, by way of example, uh, the context here is I, I'm, I'm a musician, right? Uh, I, everybody that got married in the diocese wanted me to do their wedding music. And like, I literally had to price myself out. Like I would be like, yeah, I charge like uh, $3,000. Like I, 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 I never, never actually said that, but like, I, I, I made it so ridiculous to sing for a wedding mm-hmm. that people would stop asking me to do it. Mm. Because I had to, like, I, otherwise I would just sound like an a hole. Like, no, you know, like, um, I, you know, I'd oh, really love to. John Mark, mark it down. Episode on boundaries. Sometimes, boundaries. yeah, <laughs> right about, no, no, but like, legit, that's just legit good thing. You no, know, we should down. talk about that for sure. I'll write it down. I'll write it down. Anyways, it's like I, um, it, it's been hard to not be involved in things, mm-hmm. and I really, really want to not be involved in things, and so I made a recent move. 
and this is super relevant to the topic of like the Sabbath and stuff. Um, I have been leading music for masses and stuff on weekends for most of my Catholic life. And by Catholic life, I mean since my reversion and taking faith seriously and stuff. Um, it's like a couple weeks now. <laughs> what? Was, just just he go tried right off. So hard to say something. Anyways, uh, that was cute. Uh, that, was, that was good. So, good job, anyways, I recently around. quit. I recently quit doing that. Um, there was one last place I was still doing it. Uh, St. Joe's Parish in Maumee. Love the pastor there, Father Eric. He's a great friend. Um, <laughs> there we go with the priestly competition. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyways, so literally the reason I quit is like. I, I need to spend the Sabbath with my family. Like it's not, you know, other people can make that work. Like you can make that work. Other music directors can make that work, especially music directors that don't have families. Um, but like for me, I had never been a Catholic and not had to work on Sundays. And so for me and for my family, I had to make that decision and I was finally in a position that it made sense to do it. And um, it has been game changing. Going to Mass as a family without the pressure that I had to get to another parish and do music and stuff, mm -hmm. being fully present to that moment, praying with the kids and with Alina, um, it has just been completely game-changing. Yeah. The kids are participating in the Mass in a way that they never have. Um, I am participating in the Mass in a way that I never have. Not never, but like in the context of a Sunday Mass. Um, it's been a long time. And so just in terms of having to make those hard decisions like you talked about what is the one radical thing you can do well for us recently it was yeah. me not doing music on sundays anymore big deal for us and it has totally changed our sabbath and that's not to say that you don't get grace when you are ministering to others as sure. well because sure. mm -hmm. you do get a lot out of putting on a retreat for someone else right there's a lot of spiritual yeah. grace that comes from that mm -hmm. you do get a lot of spiritual grace um from from playing from being the music minister right. at mass, um, I get a lot of grace um, from preaching to others. I get a lot of grace from hearing confessions, but that is not the same as going to confession and hearing those words spoken to me or being preached to. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to have both of those things. Right. Um, I would also say the same thing that if you are just receiving and you're not giving of yourself, if you're not giving. Uh, to your parish, to the church. If you're not sacrificing, you're also missing out on yes, stuff. yeah, big stuff. That's huge. Would you say though? So that so there's there's both sides of that. But would you say though, uh, in relation to God, one is definitely primary, mm -hmm. right? Because like you you you, I think to the for most people, unless like you've got a real impediment, like the more that you really do make that Sabbath, make that daily prayer time, make that retreat time, what's going to naturally overflow from that is is a greater grace a greater desire to right. do be active you can't give what you don't have there you go. is the basic principle yeah. of work there yeah and so you can't give to your family what you don't have yourself you can't give your wife and your kids um the lord if you don't have a relationship with yourself you can't give others an encounter with the lord through music um or through um television th shows or through um, your administration of a parish, if you haven't received the benefits that the Lord has to give to you, you cannot give what you don't have. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work. 
Dang. That's beautiful. Well, I would like to give you a Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) Your logic. Sell a few more houses there, Rob. Your logic is indisputable. (laughs) 